Dear brothers, uh, been a little more uh, heavy the last couple of days, so we're gonna be a little bit less crazy today, a little less deep. And uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about your physical health and um, go from there. So we don't mess around with the acceptance of unhealthy behaviors on this program, as Pat McAfee likes to say. The ultimate goal is that we are assessing where we're at physically, seeing where we fall short, and making necessary corrections. I've talked already about uh, caring for your body specifically by lifting weights. Putting your body against an external force um, not only allows you to build great physical strength, but also mental strength, toughness, resilience, etc. But that's really only one piece of the puzzle. So I want to dive in this morning a bit more on how you can optimize your health and how we can create a well-rounded, well-prepared animal that can handle any situation. So I personally like putting health in three categories, physical health, mental health, and spiritual health. So how I group them is kind of just how I do things, but I really just want to talk about physical health today, and I'm going to address mental health and spiritual health in, in separate episodes. So physical health, that's going to include all things exercise and all things diet and all things sleep, recovery specifically. That's all of them. So I'm going to go kind of one by one in no particular order about what you need to do to have optimal physical health. Here we go. Number one, you must strength train at least twice a week for 30 to 45 minutes doing total body workouts. Dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, bands, machines, the whole works. I really like three days a week as being the minimum, but we've got to get at least two. If you would like to get jacked and tan, you're about that life. I want four days a week, hitting about three exercises per body part, three to five sets, of five to 10 repetitions per set and going to near failure on most of those sets. To be safe, I really like telling people that you should have two or three reps left in the tank when you finish a set, especially for bigger compound movements, squats, deadlifts, certain leg presses, certain bench presses, so that we're not dealing with certain injuries unless we're in the powerlifting world or in certain weightlifting competitions. Again, this is general advice but if you just want to look jacked, be yoked, and you're not worried about competing or anything, four days a week, I want three exercises per body part spread across those days, and I want three to five sets of five to 10 repetitions per set going to near failure, especially things like biceps, like extensions, like curls, push-ups, triceps. You get the idea. That's the physical side. That's the weightlifting side. Then we've got aerobic. We have aerobic and anaerobic capacity. So I need 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity per week. That's what the physical activity guidelines give us. What I like to give people is I want one to two days of a lower intensity steady state work, and I want one to two days of higher intensity anaerobic work. So low intensity is something along the lines of 30 to 45 minutes of riding a bike, power walking, walking uphill, um, basically anything where you can do the entire activity and still have a conversation with somebody speaking a sentence or two each time. Then there's anaerobic work. 
So that's gonna fall more into sprint intervals. So you get on the Airdyne, you do 30 seconds fast, a minute and a half slow, and you repeat that five to 10 times. It's essentially where when you're done with it, you're not speaking to anyone. You're exhausted, your muscles are super fatigued, you're smoked. Um, I also put sprinting into this category and a cheat code for being jacked and tan is adding sprint work into your program. Not all of you should necessarily just go outside and start sprinting right now, but for those of you who have trained it or have worked it or have sprinted in the past, sprinting is a cheat code to being jacked and tan. I'll leave it at that. That's a very basic statement in terms of conditioning, but that's what I recommend to people. One to two days of that lower intensity steady state, one to two days of that anaerobic, and you're going to cover all of your bases. Many of you are going to have more specific needs than that, but we're talking about the general overarching stuff. Let's hop into nutrition. Number three, protein must be king. You cannot get stronger or grow your muscle in the absence of protein. It's like asking a car to go faster if it doesn't have any gasoline. You need protein to make the muscle engines bigger, badder, and stronger. This means you need 0.8 grams to a gram per pound body weight. I'm 120, or I'm 120 pounds, good joke. I'm 220 pounds. I need between 200 and 220 grams of protein per day, ideally from lean meat, eggs, Greek yogurt, dairy, etc. Your diet should start there with protein every time. Once you've set that protein number, so for me it's 220 grams, your carbs and fats can be built off of that. But at the very least, that's how much protein we need in a day. Brings us to number four. You need to eat whole foods. If it has more than three to four ingredients, can it. I know it's cliche, but shopping around the perimeter of the store actually is quite highly effective. Stick to lean meats, whole grains, whole vegetables that you actually cook, um, good fats for the most part. So things coming from avocado oils, certain coconut oils, extra virgin olive oil. It's a beautiful thing. Cook with it, use it. Fruits would obviously be included in this. There are almost no, none, zero, really out of shape people or very overweight people who strictly do what I just said. They get enough protein in their day. They eat from the perimeter of the store. There's not many of those people that are super overweight. And anybody who says that they do do that and they are still overweight or out of shape, they're lying through their teeth. Because what they probably did was they got to the weekend after eating well Monday through Friday. Saturday, they had a whole pizza, crushed 15 beers, and had a couple of lava cakes when they were all done. Don't get me wrong, I love lava cakes too. But I also feel like a giant pudge ball when I'm done with them. Anyways, number five, you need to drink roughly half your body weight in ounces of water per day. That's a very general statement, I know, but that's about where you wanna be. Add in electrolytes to this kind of as needed, especially if you live like I do in Florida, where in the summer times it's hot as Hades and you're getting rid of water at a very high rate. Very important. Which brings us to things that dehydrate you. Caffeine. Ideally, you wanna keep caffeine consumption prior to lunchtime, even like 11 a.m. There's certain hours of the day that we wanna look at that, like if you're seven or eight hours from bedtime, that's safe. What I like to tell people, keep caffeine consumption before 11 o'clock, before noon, and leave it at that. I'll do a 
full episode on caffeine at some point, but as a generic statement, just keep caffeine to before lunchtime so that it's not impacting your sleep or your energy levels in the afternoon. This is gonna bring me to the thing that you guys are gonna get the most upset about, which is alcohol. Ideally, you should be avoiding alcohol altogether. Now, I get it, I know, I know. I love good bourbon. I love an ice cold beer. But alcohol physically is always a net negative. Sure, you know, it can make you feel looser or you have more fun with it and all of that, but physically it's not doing you any good. It's a toxin. So I'm not necessarily going to be giving up my alcohol anytime soon, but what I do like to tell people is put yourself on a quota. So let's say it's five drinks a week. Try to only stick to that. So once you've hit five, hey, you're done. If it's three, that's even better. But try to put it in that sense where it's like, hey, I'm gonna allow myself a few drinks this week, maybe after I've had an awesome workout or at the end of the week when I'm celebrating, you know, whatever. I don't know if you know you have an event coming up and there's gonna be a bunch of drinking there, just put yourself on a quota. And that's pretty easy. Now, one thing I will say is do try to keep it to one to two in any single dose of time. If you're going to drink, try not to go crazy where you're drinking eight to 10 drinks across the day. I know that all of us have done that. I have done that even recently, as I hate to admit. But from a physical perspective, you have got to try and limit alcohol. Now, on occasion, if you've got all the homies in town, your boys are here, you guys are sitting around the campfire swapping stories, cigars with you, I am all for grabbing a nice bottle of Blanton's and you're gonna finish that thing with all the homies. Just a caveat, just one of my rules, but always have a good bottle, enjoy it with friends, doesn't matter how much or how expensive it was, enjoy it, swap stories, have fun. All right, past alcohol, let's move on to sleep. You need to sleep seven to nine hours a night and you must keep a consistent sleep and wake cycle. What I mean by that, you go to bed at about the same time within a half hour every night and you wake up at the same time within about a half hour. Your body runs on a rhythm and without getting into the weeds of sleep cycles, you need to understand that it is going to greatly benefit you that you're keeping this schedule. It's not only going to make your recovery more optimal from your workouts, but it also keeps your life scheduled. You can plan things. I get up at this time and then I read and then I journal and then I go to work, whatever. It just keeps you scheduled, which is extremely important. Now, this also brings me to this fact. You do not get stronger by lifting weights. You get stronger by recovering from lifting weights. If you are not prioritizing your sleep, you are not going to get as strong, you're not gonna get as jacked, and that's pretty much all there is to it. Oh, and you're more susceptible to all sorts of diseases and sicknesses and all of that. So, get some sleep, please. That's it, voila. Lift weights, keep your conditioning in a good place, eat whole foods, be mindful of alcohol, drink more water, and get good sleep each and every night. Shoot, if all you do is start lifting weights more consistently and sleeping better at night, you will notice changes. If all you do is change your diet where you're eating only periphery of the store foods and getting your protein in, you will be in better shape and your life will be better for it. Maybe you'll be less of a dickhead to everybody too if you actually start taking some of this stuff seriously. 
If you guys have questions, drop me a message on the socials or email me, jackson at taylorsportsperformance.net. I'm happy to help you navigate some of this. But if you're struggling with any of those above metrics, right, from days a week of working out to protein number to sleep, whatever, just start working on one of them today. You don't have to do it all at once, but you've got to start taking control of your health and getting rid of this procrastination nonsense. That's it, baby. God bless. Be strong. Let's get yoked, boys.